Welcome to Boundless Love Podcast. Here it's all about next level approach to love, leadership, and intimacy. I am your host, Sofia Sundari. Welcome, beautiful listeners. Today we have a very special episode where I'll be talking to my beautiful client, Ines, who has done a lot of various work with me. She's done my leadership training in service to love. She's done prosperity work with me. She's done feminine work with me. And she has a very, very interesting story to tell about how this work has impacted her leadership and how it has empowered her in so many ways. So she is up to some really extraordinary things and I cannot wait for you to meet her. (laughs) So first of all, I'm so, so, so grateful to be here. This is really, really such a honor uh, to be here with you in this podcast the recent months, you have been really the person who has been guiding me through my leadership, really opening my own inner voice, my own identity. So I started, I used to be fashion, fashion designer and all about completely a different world. And well, I had the calling to really change my path like three years ago. And actually it started a lot with, well, spirituality from the upper chakras, let's say, a lot about multidimensionality, a lot about really, really connected to higher realms and cosmic realms and still a bit disembodied in the beginning. And after a while, after some time, and after I had so much problems around body, uh, numbness, I lost half of my hair. I had huge, really huge problems with my body, actually. And um, I was even told that I, I could have like cancer in like months if I couldn't have, if I didn't take some pills or something. And then I dive deep in the themes of uh, sexuality and uh, also Tantra, especially um, the Taoist sexual arts and Tantra. And this the beginning of the year, I had this, this problem, which was I felt that I had like two schools, really. So I felt that there was a part of me that was very, very connected to really sharing this work about sacred sexuality, Taoist sexual arts and all of that. And then I had the, another completely different school all about understanding how the multidimensionality of the soul really working very, very deep in different realms of this existence, understanding really more than this 3D. And I felt that there was this, these two schools didn't speak between each other. And at least for where I have been uh, going since the past years. And I found myself like really trying to understand how I could share my identity, how could I mix these two paths, how my leadership could be yet professional, yet embracing my old path, embracing my identity around. Also, I loved, I come from fashion, I come from, I really love beauty, I love luxury, I love all of that. But I felt that there are all these three worlds that really didn't speak between each other. So I was really, really struggling in the beginning of the year, like, how can I really come forward and share this all together. And at this moment was actually when I really asked the universe, like really, I really need some guidance into leadership on really how to share this in a, in a way that is 
earthy is grounded and and I can really arrive it to humans. It's like human reality. And that when you were sent into my field and I had this really dream of, you had a very important message to me, to share with me. And, and then it, it really started my work with you. And every time that I'm in your containers and I felt, wow, like, all of these things coming together in one and what is really beautiful and what I felt in the way you inspired me a lot. It's because even though you you have a lot of study and a lot of experience, you really share. There is something really, really unique about the thing that you share. It's like almost impossible to do exactly like you. It's really impossible. It's so unique. It's And actually opens our uniqueness. And after a while, I started really to embrace like really, really who I am without being attached to lineages or attached to how like there should be like this, this is how I learn, this is how it should be, this is the method, uh, this is the how it should be, this is how like the texts of 2000 years say that it should be. And when I came into your field, I was like, wow, you really can create your, your own way. And that is what is actually inspiring and becomes such a magnetic leadership. Mm, thank you so much. Such beautiful words. And uh, also I find this just really fascinating. And I feel like it, it's just so relevant to leaders of the modern days where there is a, this kind of multitude of different parts that seem to be like, oh my gosh, how do they even live together? How to bring them together? Because there is, like, I have this deep openness of my heart. I really feel divine. I really feel this immense openness to love. And then I also have this drive and I want to create something and I want to express myself and I want to put myself forward. And then I'm also really connected to this kind of world. Like in, in your case, it's the fashion industry, it's the beauty industry. It's like, okay, how to bring all this together? And I feel like it's just such a powerful crossroad where so many leaders just feel like, well, I don't see others combining such contradictory, seemingly contradictory aspects. So then let me just go one way or the other. But then it's like as if a part of us gets lost somewhere. Yeah. So was that a feeling like that for you? Yes, a lot. So I felt recently, I was even sharing with you when I met you about when I came back to Italy after, well, I was not there for like two years. And when I came back and I saw like, there is this separation around, or I am in Milan, for example, leaders really want to really explode and there is all this willingness to have uh, power and money and have success. But, and they, th I even have uh, some entrepreneurs that I met and they say, well, now I have to do this, have success, have millions, and then I can actually focus on myself. Then yeah. I can really heal myself. Yeah. And what I found in them, and recently I have been observing in really friends, uh, entrepreneurs that are like multi-million uh, businesses, and they are so tired and they are they never have uh, vital force energy. They never have that. And they really struggling and going to psychologists and going to doctors to understand. And even their business, there is like a, 
I was observing after being in your containers and how really you create this amazing business and all, all the environment you are all around. And I was like seeing in them like, wow, like there is a part of your business that really doesn't go forward because there is no energy. They are, they are like, there is something that is dying. There is all this focus on having big success, but they are not really caring about the energy and putting the energy and passion. And maybe it's not the real purpose. And the fact that they are disconnected from the part of themselves, maybe it's the missing link for the purpose of to really exploding for the next level. And I was observing that. And speaking about the fashion industry and one of my goals and my my biggest goal and that it started to come clear, uh, very clear when I had to work with you is really this work has to go into this fashion industry, especially in the creative field. When I was going around uh, the brands and the streets, I felt most of this business in the industry, they are really going into bankruptcy and especially after COVID. And I felt the reason why is because I was entering the stores and there was creativity missing. People like fully alive and creating from the center of being fully alive and fully creative and expressing their own identity uniqueness. and. And exactly the ones that I was seeing that are, are struggling and going bankruptcy are the ones that are still going into copying others instead of actually awakening this creative force that exists within them. Yeah, I feel like it's such a such important topics that you're bringing up, like this sense of that we can lead from within that we can actually like not disconnect from a part of us it's like we don't have to cut off a part of us but actually we can integrate it and it's actually that is what makes us unique and that is what makes us successful so it's a completely new paradigm of leadership and uh, it's so so revolutionary and so I'm curious, like, what do you find that were your biggest challenges in on your path of leadership? Like, what did you want to bring? What, where did you feel most stuck? Or where were, was it about opinions of others? Or was it about inner processes? What were some of your biggest challenges? Uh, my biggest challenge were, as a bit I said in the beginning, was combining all these worlds together because there was this sense when I started to work on this field, there was a part of me that excluded like my old self, like absolutely. So if I really liked, you know, uh, beauty, luxury places, and if I really liked it, all this fullness and pleasure of the world, there was... When I had into spirituality, I was, well, I have to detach from all of that. I have to really have another identity, let's say. Like I cannot be my old self. Mm -hmm. And what I really realized, it's if my mission is really to bring this into earth, into humans, I have to speak in a hearty language and have to really... People have to also understand me. Like I cannot be detached from the world. I cannot just deny 
some part of myself that I was for like years and decades. And that's how, that's what I really liked. What are my pleasures? What really activates me? And really bringing this my own sense because by not doing that, I was not being fully myself and people were not understanding me. Mm. So let's say like, especially leaders and people that were my old identity, my old world, they were like, there was a point they were like, I just don't really recognize you. I don't know like what's happening with you. And there was a part of myself that I was like, well, like people like don't understand who I am. Like I'm like completely different person. And it was like, am I being somebody I'm not? Am I like detaching parts of myself that I'm not? Or, well, it's just social adjustment. And I realized that it was actually both. Like, seems that when you came out from a big, like, depression or a big disappointment in your life of, like, something that was really killing who you are, you want to detach 100%. But sometimes this detachment, I felt I was detaching even from my pleasures. Mm. So this year was all about, well, this old part of myself, like it existed for a reason. I was in this environment for a reason. I'm a good designer. I love, I still want to create a brand. I still want to create all of the things that I always desired. Just because I'm embracing all this doesn't mean I have to not be myself. It's just to improve my quality of living. And I can include all of that together. I can create, recreate fashion. I, I can recreate all of this uh, design from a place of a heart-centered leadership for heart-centered women, from successful women, from all the wealth consciousness. Like, I can mix it all. That's why I was there. And... When I understood this this year, and especially because when you also came into my field and you in the beginning you were mirroring me a lot that and I was like, yes, of course, I enter in this path actually to help all this field to actually improve the creative success and that having this exponential creativity that is possible to have if we are connected with our bodies. So expressing started to express that and including my old self without shaming like I'm also that I'm also that archetype maybe it was a bit shadowy at that time but there is a part of me that I can actually like just alchemize it into the next level and when I started to do that and included all of that that I liked all of that that I was and bringing all this into my old world, suddenly everybody started to like reconnect with me, even from my past world. They were like, wow, this really makes a lot of sense. Oh, wow, like I feel some calling. And so actually we were bringing this, this quality of life in every aspect of the field and combining these two worlds. Mm -hmm. So Combining these two was definitely my biggest challenge and like detaching from everything and then 
integrating everything mm. from a point of conscious leadership. And that was when, like, well, your work really supported me. Mm. Oh, beautiful. So it feels like this real puzzle pieces coming together and creating one really whole picture. Exactly, exactly. Beautiful. And how do you feel, like you, you're saying that my work has supported you, how do you feel like you were supported through the courses you did, and especially for, in service to love? As I told you before, I, like, I, de- I was a bit attached to some lineages, to, you know, especially I was studying a lot around Tantra and, uh, and then I had all these other school about energetic medicine. So I very, I was very attached to protocols and methods, let's say. And when we are attached sometimes to that, we don't explore our own identity. We stop listening to ourselves. And the way you, you actually share your work is it's with something that I didn't find before, which is all this feminine leadership, like with your own experience, with your own experience, own emotions, with your own vulnerability. And that started to touch my heart deeply. Like I was like, wow, we can actually, our wounds and our experience, I was observing that is actually what arrives in each other's hearts. And I was like, wow, yes, I experienced that. Yes, I also feel that. Oh my God, this is actually what happened to me as well. Oh, wow, like, yes. And all of a sudden, I started to feel, wow, like we can have all these studies on the backgrounds, but it's by listening and by it's our own experience that is our best teacher. It's our own woundings that are our best teacher. And most of us, especially when we step on the facilitation, we are very afraid of power and to be ourselves. And we tend to stay sometimes stuck in some other protocols and methods because we are afraid of our own identity. And the way you show up is like, well, I have all of this, but I'm really being me. And I'm my teachings is all it's all me and that is so unique and after that I'm observing you and observing how you channel from from everything that comes to you not everything that comes to you and the way you experience it from a really embodied state really helped me to actually look into what was happening inside of me and taking the teaching from inside and by being myself and understanding my own identity, it seems like I created this program recently called Exponential Creatrix. And it's all about that. Like if you really understand who we are, it seems that creativity comes in abundance. In inf- It's infinite because we are not being something else outside. We are being something that it's inside we are sharing from the inside and we are infinite. We are eternal. So it, there is infinite things to share. And maybe like there are a lot of people that are not going to resonate and, and are not going to like us and uh, projects and all of that. But what you really bring into that, and I didn't find this anywhere else before, is like it's even okay for the people that will not like us. It's mm-hmm. even 
it's okay. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to really have these fears. It's okay to, to be in the most discomfort zones of leadership. It's really okay. If you are connected to our purpose in our own identity, it's, it's okay. Hmm. Amazing. Oh, thank you for sharing this. Yes, I feel that overcoming the fear of criticism of what others are thinking of how things are done, like all of that just creates such massive roadblocks for so many bright people. Yeah, that there are not so many examples of how to really lead from authenticity, how to learn from our own life's gifts, like from all the pain, all the discomfort, all the things that we are going through and how to recognize immense gifts in all of that and uh, then lead from the learnings that we get through that and uh, through our embodiment, through our own understanding of life. That's where the real authenticity unfolds. And um, beautiful to hear that you are creating now programs and uh, other ways in which you are touching others. So I wonder what has changed for you as a result of all this work and as a result of overcoming this struggle with how to bring together these puzzles and those different parts of you. What has changed as a result of that? Uh, well, the first change before even touching into my business is actually within myself. I am like the amount of confidence I have on sharing. It's completely different because before I think this training, I was like, well, this is how I learned. This is how I should share this. I, this is how I was taught. And after this training, I was like, well, no, like, I'm going to share from being me. And even though I I really, I have a team from my class, I have a team of sharing uh, what I'm going to, to say, I'm not going to look to any, I'm just going to be myself. And after I'm starting to apply this teaching of just like, I'm being myself, I'm being who I am with no fears. Immediately, I was bringing something of me that is my heart, that is my emotions, my vulnerability. And I have started noticing that people resonate with me way more. They really, it seems that my, what I'm saying lands to their hearts. And before, no, before it was just some conceptualized something that was actually hiding an insecurity of sharing who I am, my own channeling, my own uniqueness. And now people really like, they feel touched. They, they receive, they receive the transmission. They receive, they feel uplifted and they, and they feel ready to also share their feminine side because I only work with women. So it's, it's important also to say that. And my path is around bringing the sacred femininity, working with the sacred femininity. And women, just by being that way, they are way more open to share what's inside of them. And they are making connections between of them. We are connecting way more. People can, because I think in a heart language, everybody understands. And this was 
the deep result. I start to feel that the hearts were being moved. Everybody that comes into the field, hearts are being moved. It's not something conceptualized from somebody else. It's really a heart channeling and heart moving. And that is what I feel that has been most repressed, in this, especially in, in the feminine, because we are really afraid to being vulnerable, very afraid to be and to show our emotions and our femininity. And that is the magnetism. And by actually being that way, I started to magnetize way more. It's like everything with friends. I have friends that, I know, today I thought about you. I have the dream about you. How are you? And suddenly more clients come into my field, more people resonate into my field. I have like so many channelings. It, it's just, it just, and all the misaligned people just went out of my field. Yes. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> it wow. happened like that. Mm, I was beautiful. like, wow. Wow. This is amazing. Yeah, this is such embodiment of really you and uh, deepening and deepening in authenticity of you and therefore the magnetism and therefore the alignment and therefore, yeah, you're playing in the quantum and then the quantum responds. Amazing. And there was also a really a fun story with your tattoos, right? That you have a, a other business that uh, you, you produce those beautiful temporary tattoos. And there was also an amazing story with that, right? Yes, it was so funny because I created these, well, at the same time I was in my, in my awakening and the tattoos were, real, were born by a concept that used to exist like in Lisbon they did like this uh, galactic uh, parties burning man style so I was like well and I was having these channelings in my awakening but I was not really connected with my sacred femininity yet but all of a sudden I had this channeling well let's do this amazing galactic cosmic sacred geometry tattoos and I had these channelings and I started to create for the parties and then COVID happened and then well it was <laughs> well I was waiting for all the festivals and Burning Man times to actually blooming. And now I have been so busy with in building my school that I was like, well, I felt that there was this, you know, when you have incompletions and these incompletions just don't let you move forward. And I'm like, I want, I'm all about the school and I'm all about creating this amazing. And I have this brand that, I don't have time to put in the stores and all of that. And the concept was all about that and has nothing, I don't know. But, and then I had this call with you and I was like, I don't know what to do with this brand anymore. I feel that like I'm not giving attention into it. What should I do? And then you gave me this idea. It was like, well, these tattoos are like very feminine are very like, like this is actually matching your concept. Why don't you mix them? And I was like, yeah. This is all about moon and all about uh, the fe femininity. And they all have already sacred femininity names. So it was already coming in before I knew I was doing this work. And then it said this to me. I was like, yes, of course, I can actually mix that. And then, wow, I, I 
I, I change I change completely and I and I and well the Instagram was already very feminine about all gold because I'm very connected with the golden hours all my shootings are all about golden hours I'm very known in in the fashion world for having these very shiny collections and full of gold and <laughs> like <laughs> I was very I was like well this actually has a lot of my identity bringing into this concept and all of a sudden like I, I brought it into a festival and was a success and all divine feminine embodiment tattoos and started to work the business again and I was like oh my god and this was during prosperity portal and I was like oh wow like this is this is wow like wow <laughs> amazing really and after that I got this channeling of my branding uh, really being uh, connected with um, really being connected with so many things I, I want to create brands I had I said I want to create a brand out of this vision I want to create um, I want to create things for the sacred feminine so even these accessories so everything starts to be an extension of the same vision so I was like why am I putting this brand away if I want to create brands right it mm. can all work together mm. amazing yes yes all different pieces of the beautiful puzzle that you are it's so gorgeous all coming together no part is uh, not wanted so so gorgeous so wonderful and inspiring to see you really owning all of that yes 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 it's it, it's such a, it, i'm really really deeply deeply grateful and uh, for how it um, it started to blossom everything and yeah and there was a phase that actually I felt that the universe was testing me especially because there was a phase of like really understanding that entity and a lot of people were uh, leaving my field let's say and that's when your support was really really amazing for that because when I really started to well change and embrace everything so as I told you before I detached from everything and I had like a crew let's say of uh, people and then I'm embracing all over my past and then well people are like well what, what's going on like she now decided to be also her old self and embrace all of that so she's not more spiritual or like what and yeah, it was universe testing me, well, I'm going to take you out some stuff from you that are misaligned. And even if you have less now, it's actually preparing for something better. And let's see even if you have some downs, if you keep in the path, if you keep being uh, in the path, if you keep uh, being consistent, if you don't give up just because there is some down and some people leaving you. Mm -hmm. And for a while, I was like, well, like this is struggling uh, for that. But then at that moment, you were really even in, in the container speaking about that. And I was like, no, this is initiation. This is universe testing me. Like if I, if I can really be consistent and not give up, even though I have some downs now and people leaving me and all of that. And all of a sudden, this dark moment just passed. And, uh, well, 
all the business and everything is booming up again. It's like I, I went to some initiation. And if maybe if I didn't have like all that experience from you, because that you were sharing also that sometimes it, these things happen. And if you really are able to overcome disappointment and some losses and all of that, then we are going through the initiation. And that was crucial for me. Beautiful. Beautiful, yes. Embracing all of that and seeing that actually in the ruins of who we've taken ourselves to be in the past, there is always a treasure, always this jewel of the deeper and deeper and deeper freedom, deeper and deeper totality. So wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing all this. It's so interesting and so so fun to talk to you. And um, just like maybe if we have something to leave the listeners with, if we have something to offer to people who may be in a similar place of like, oh my gosh, how do I combine all those different parts of me? It seems like I want too many things. I'm torn in too many directions. Should I now focus on my business and then later go to spirituality? Or, you know, like there may be people who are having those questions right now. So what would you tell to someone who is in that position right now? I would tell definitely that there is, I believe, after uh, we entering a new age, because we are, there is a certain level of success that only happens when you are connected with your real purpose. And the only way to really feel connected with your real purpose actually is to find yourself first. So until we work on ourselves and really find uh, like who we are and uh, having create from a clear channel, it just, it's not going to work. I think that we are really entering to an age where being ourselves and uh, following our purpose is the real key for success, magnetism, and to really live in the fullness of who we are is actually the key. And I have been observing all the things that are going bankrupt and all these old paradigms and this overwork that maybe that is draining people is all because they are not fully connected with the, with, with, with the purpose, with their dharma, which, well, is, is a lot of what we have been doing here, right? So this is what I believe. And just activating their bodies, activating their, their erotic bodies help to really increase the levels of creativity, increase the way that they can channel from their higher self. And from then, well, we, we just blossom. And one of the things I shared now in my programs and actually was the title was this is all the tools I wish I knew when I was a creative in other fields. I wish I knew because it would save so much time of my work when I was really going through nights without sleeping, taking pills to not sleeping because I want to work more than others because working more is the only way for success. And this was so wrong. 
especially if you are a creative, especially if you are, well, a generator in human design. This is just so wrong. And, and I wish I had these tools before because I would have exploding in every field I was before. Mm, amazing. Yes. Yes, I fully, fully agree with that. The path begins from inside when you really remember your true path, when you really surrender into the path that's, that I call this river that moves you, the Dharma. When you surrender to that and you trust that, then that's it. You are on the supreme path of your destiny and all the best, most abundant opportunities and all the greatest love and experiences there are just making their way to you because we are all here to experience our greatest destiny and that's how the universe is creatively expressing herself. So the universe wants us to succeed and normally we just get in the way and then we push too much and then we overwork and then we take pills to work or not to sleep or to overcome anxiety or whatever. Yeah, We just override our natural deep inner knowing and therefore also our natural most bright destiny that is prepared for us the moment we really dare to surrender to the path of our dharma to the ones we actually came here to be so um, yeah i think it's a beautiful place to complete this conversation thank you so much for being here and and thank you all for tuning in with us <laughs>